Hello everyone, my name is JD, and this is another episode of On the Lighter Side. I hope everybody had a really, really awesome 4th of July weekend, I really do. Uh, I know we did, I sat around in the old tub outside, and I, and I watched the uh, um, bug light do its thing, just zapping things left and right, drinking my sweet tea and having a good time. So, I hope everybody, every redneck, I hope you just celebrated till the world won't have it, you know, because... We got cut free, you know. Uh, like I said last week, we were going to cut free anyway because we were just tired of being locked up. That's all there was to that. Uh, I received an email, uh, several, to be honest about it, um, wanting to know if I was really, truly married. And I can't believe I got emails like that, you know, like what kind of a woman would put up with a redneck like me? Well, to have you guys understand something, I have her here with us tonight. And she's you're going to hear my wife. So that way you know that I'm not making that stuff up. She, <laughs> she really is here. I really have been married almost 44 years to the same woman. And I know that's hard to believe. I know, you know, but hey, she's got me housebroke and potty trained. I know when to lift the seat and when to put the seat back down. So I am potty trained quite quite well, I think. I'm still in progress here. I'm still there's a lot of things that I still haven't quite learned yet, you know. I've I've learned that when the wife gives you a stink eye, you know, you've done something wrong. Um so yeah, and she's starting to get me trained. So anyway, here's Patty. She's here and uh we'll just let her take it away for just a little bit. Hello everyone. Um yes, I've been married to him for Almost 44 years. Um, we have quite an interesting relationship. <laughs> it, it, it is not normal, uh, per se. A lot of people want to know how we can get along and, and everything. Well, when we first got together, we were definitely opposites attracting. Now it's, um, we work better in sync now, but that's 44 years <laughs> in the progress. Um, so you're saying I'm almost trained. I'm, I'm getting close. Actually, I think it was a combination of the two of us getting trained. It wasn't just one or the other. Oh, okay. You know, because um, there's times I've learned when I've kind of gone too far, you know, and you walk off grumbling. <laughs> well, that's, that's see, I, I can picture me when I, when I because I'm 65, okay, 65 and a half, if you want to get technical about it. Because I, I, you had that look right then and there. You were going like, no, you're not 65. You're 65 and a half. Okay, great. Okay. okay. See, he thinks he can read uh, body language now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's just, it's one of those deals that um, I've learned. You know, I think we both have. You know, I, I, I like I said, well, well, I know that um, when one of my daughters, they've, they've picked up on it. Um, you do that. You give me the evil eye look, you know, and, and then the, then you get the brain to think and go like, what the hell did I do? I don't know what I did wrong, you know? And the girls are famous for this going like, well, you know what you did, dad. And they storm off and I'm going like, I really don't know what in the world I just did, but okay, I guess I'll go with it. I'll go to my room now and turn on the 61 inch TV set. Um, and just sit, lay in bed, and and watch TV. I guess, and and take my punishment. You know, I mean, that's just the way. It, I guess the only thing that I know to do. Okay, so yeah. Oh, and I I wanted to kind of pick your brain here a little bit. Remember the music that we used to listen to back in the seventies? I do. You know, and it's mm -hmm. uh, if they played that music nowadays mm -hmm. as mainstream, um, it just wouldn't float. You know, uh, Magic Carpet Ride by. 
Steppenwolf, for heaven's sakes. Uh, that was <laughs> it's terrible to say, but it was about drugs, is what it was about. Well, uh, and think of uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Oh, yeah. Very you know, much so. again, it was 100% about drugs. And I think that the generations that are coming up behind us um, have a different attitude about um, the way they see things compared to how we do. We just took it for granted. It was music. Um, and and not really paying attention really to what the words were. Now they're ultra sensitive. And so, yeah, I don't think it would work either. I mean, Um, you you can go to Colorado, you know, and smoke pot in your house. mm -hmm. Um, sheesh. Back when we were kids, if we smoked pot in the house and the cops found out about it, oh, you were going to take a trip, you know, and you were going to go in the old holding tank. And well, yeah, yeah but, even but, first offense. Yeah, and nowadays it's it's one hundred percent legal, you know, and you can buy the stuff like gummies and the and the pills and stuff in a, in a lot of different states. You know, that's all been made legal. Someone finally got their act together, I think, a little bit. And discovered that you know how much revenue they were losing for years. Exactly. You know, um, and and long I guess as long as it's, it's used correctly, you know, and it's yeah. Because I know California there for a long time, it, it was you had to have a, a what was it a doctor's prescription, a medical card, yeah, yes, to be able to, to to even have anything to do with that. As long as you had that, you were okay, right? You know, but is yeah, it, how quick things have changed since the seventies to the 2000s, and it's just almost a night and day kind of situation to me. Technically, it's a little farther than that, uh, from the 70s uh, to the 2020s. Okay. So you're talking about a long time, technically, for each person on this earth um, to go from one extreme to the other. And that was an extreme. Oh, yes, very much so. I'm wondering how far it's going to go the other side because uh, it, it's about halfway there. Okay. Um, and I'm really glad to see that different states are realizing that if uh, a drug offender uh, was put in and they weren't dangerous, now they're, they're looking at letting them out because now what they went to jail for is what everybody else is doing. Right. So yeah. it, it, doesn't make any sense now. Ooh, I just had a, a thought. Um, remember the kid that I talked about that he, he was at the my favorite store that I go to when I'm out working? Right. Um, with all the squiggly lines, and he, <laughs> he swears up and down it's a tattoo. And I'm telling you, a five-year-old got a hold of him like what they did me, okay, back when our kids. But Mr. Squiggles, that's what I call him. It's, okay. Mr. Squiggles. And if he looked the way he did does now really and, right. and i'm not putting the kid down but if you took that poor kid and time shifted him back to the 60s and 70s and he came out with you know the the stud in his in his tongue and the one in his bottom lip and his ear and, and above his eye and the one that's in his nose there would have they would have just harassed him to where it would have been pathetic if, if you really stop and think about it because that's just something that People didn't do, you know, they didn't have tattoos on their face or on their neck or anywhere else, you know, I mean, I mean, not like that to where the right. public could see it. The guys had tattoos on their arms and their backs and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the average person just didn't walk around looking like they got in a fight with a nail gun and a Sharpie, you know, right. they just, <laughs> they, they just didn't do that back then. They really didn't. No. And I, I find it quite interesting that, that now it's okay and acceptable 
So the question is, okay, why are you wanting to stand out? What is, you know, going on with you that you feel you need to stand out? Um, is that how you want to be looked at for the rest of your life? You know, um, tattoos are awfully permanent. Now, there is a way to get them off, but it's twice as <laughs> twice as harmful to hurting compared to having them put on. So you you need to think about that long term, not just short term. Do you want to have it, you know, look like that for the rest of your life? And or are you wanting to have it taken off later by lasers? Well, they do hurt a lot more than putting them on. So you kind of have to draw the line going, I want one, but maybe not long term. Well, no, no. I if, if I had one, I just wouldn't do my face or my neck. You know, I, I would do like my forearm, my back. Um, guys have done them like on their chest, you know, and stuff like that. They put mom or their uh, the love of their life kind of thing, or mm-hmm. um, like what our son-in-law does. He's got the kids, you know, right. and the footprints and stuff like that. And to me, that to me, believe it or not, I look at that as be an art but i'm telling you that that kid that that works in that that store and he's gotten to where he knows me and he just hey how's it going jd and he you know he just waves and all this other stuff and i'm in the first thing i almost slipped yesterday when i looked at him i went hello mr S- i can't say mr <laughs> squiggles because i'll insult this kid you <laughs> and, would and that would start a whole brand new conversation because he when i did the change thing he thought I was the brightest thing in the world. Well, I'm not. That's just simple everyday math, guys. And ever since I've been going in there, I thought, you know, I'm not going to give up my favorite store because this kid's working there. And we've slowly, very slowly, just started building a relationship. And he'll say hi and, you know, all that stuff. But, yeah, Mr. Squiggles, is. I wonder if he's going to appreciate later all that stuff on his face. I really do. I Because I, I kind of thought about that. I thought, you know what? I don't know too many companies. You know, this could be the brightest kid in the world. He could go and get a, a master's degree in whatever, you know. Um, but I, would they? Would people actually hire him? I don't know uh, because of the, uh, um, the, the, the little – and like I said, to me, if it would have been art or something or uh, a symbol that would represent like for, for heritage or something like that, you know, it, it might be a little bit different. But, yeah, no, I'm telling you, somebody got a hold of him with a Sharpie because it, it looks almost like what the kids did to me when they were putting on makeup, you know, which, and they use permanent Sharpies. Do you know how long it takes to come off on a permanent? And it's not a tattoo for me. It was just, yeah. Actually, it would take just a little bit of cold cream or um, Here we go Vaseline. with the women stuff again, okay? Well, yeah, because you're asking to fix something that, that could be permanent. Not really permanent. It's just long-lasting. Mm-hmm. But um, there are stuff that makes it easier, much easier to come off. Well, I, I, at the time, I used to, we used to keep around the house because I worked on cars and all that other stuff back then in, in the day. Uh, we kept lots of lava soap, you know. Right. And so I thought, well, that's what I'll use. And I, and I used that lava soap. Don't ever do that, guys. Don't ever, ever, ever use lava soap on a wash rag with that pumice in it and start trying to scrub stuff off, you know. In any other particular tender parts of the human anatomy, you want to keep lava soap away because it was it was designed for your hands, and that's it because your hands are a lot tougher. And That would I, tear up your skin. I think that it's... 
I went around for days with my face sore, and that's when we were living out in Nevada in 150, because they did it in the summertime, for heaven's oh. sakes, you know, and you're out there in 115-degree heat, and, and when you're face, when you fro- me being a moron, you know, <laughs> rub my face raw, and then go out in the heat, and you start sweating, I think I, that was more pain than just let this thing wear off, let the guys give you a hard time, you know, I would have been so much better off doing that, but when the girls attacked me, you know, and I, I didn't mind the, the leg. And I thought, well, okay, that's not a big deal. Ain't nobody going to see that until I went to the bathroom because they never said a word <laughs> about they had attacked. And I didn't feel them. That's the bad part. I wasn't drunk. You know, hadn't been drinking. It was on a nice Sunday afternoon, but I crashed and I burned on the couch. And I, that was the worst thing I could have. From that time on, I, I didn't go to sleep till they went to sleep because I wasn't going to wake up with more, you know, artwork somewhere on my chest or my back or whatever. I just, no, I'm not going to Okay, do but that. you do have to realize they were just being little girls. Oh, I know that. I know yeah. that. And you, you can't yell at them, you know. No. You know, all, all the thing I did is I, I looked at them and I says, give me those, you know. And they didn't want to give them to me. No. Like, no, I, this is mine, Dad. No, no, no. That's your mother's. That's her art stuff. Now I'm going to have to hear... And then when you walked in the door, and I quote verbatim, you looked at me and you said, what the hell happened to you? Well, our daughter's got a hold of me because I fell asleep. What have I told you? <laughs> that, okay, yeah, that's – so that kid is the same way. He's got little – they look like kind of half S's, you know, and mm. but they're all over his face. And so, yeah, I, that wouldn't have went in the 60s and 70s. Oh, probably. no. No, you know, that they, people would have really give him a hard, hard time for that. Okay, but his, we have to remember just because we were alive then, and and we remember what it was like, but they do not, and and the world that they live in now is not anywhere near what we grew up in. You talking about our our kids? Yeah, uh, or even that one at the store. Oh, Mister Squiggles. Yeah. Please don't call him that. <laughs> well, believe it or not, I, I I think the next time I go in there, like either Monday or Tuesday, because I have to go back down that way. Anyway, I need to find out what this kid's name is. You he do. doesn't. He wears the the smock for the store, right? But it doesn't have a name tag on it. Oh, then you're perfectly within your realm to ask him. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to, you yeah. know, because I me being me, and he's gonna kind of look at me like, well, why would you want to know? Well, dude, either you tell me your name, or I'm gonna start calling you Mister Squiggles. Okay, that's all I can do because I don't know your name. Okay, well, so you're gonna have to talk to me here. And, and, and he see, does. that's honest, you know. You know, a little out that's, there, that's, but it's honest. That's the redneck that <laughs> that you have to tolerate, and my children tolerate on a daily basis. And let me say right now, I'm sorry. But I'm not going to change. I'm just, I'm me. Yeah, so why apologize? (laughs) You're kind of wasting air there, you know? I'm wasting air? Yeah, if you're not going to change, don't apologize. Well, you know, when someone's been married, as long as what we have, both of us have done a lot of change. We have. Compared to what we were, because you were 20 years old when we got together. Okay, because right. I was with you on your twenty-first birthday. Right. We won't go into that night, but we're just—we <laughs> were together on your twenty-first birthday, and we had been together probably two months, if that, when we went out on your on your birthday. And so it's been—it's it's been a big, big change compared to what I was and what you were to what we are now. Now we're just—we don't—we the kind of old people that we we go eat dinner. 
you know, we come in, we both, we, this is the sad part, guys. We've got two recliners in this house, <clears throat> and we sit down, and we lay back, and we both start dozing off, and the TV is running. Right. Okay? And I can remember my mom doing that. Right. And if I walked over, I thought, okay, she's asleep. I'm going to walk over and turn the TV off. So she, oh, don't turn that TV off. She'd wake automatically up and come out of that chair and go, why did you touch my TV? I was watching that. But your <laughs> eyes were closed, Mom. You don't worry about how I watch TV. Got it. Never mind. So I just turned the stupid thing back on, you know? Yeah. Um, and I have actually done that to you. Um, you'll go to sleep and the TV will be on. And half an hour. 45 minutes goes by and I turn it off and you wake right up. <laughs> so I guess I am my mother's son. Then. Yeah. Yes, I, I and and I, it's not an insult or anything, but no. it, because you grew up with that, you have become that. What she used to do was that she used to uh, go in my room when she wanted to listen to music. Cause I always had a stereo in there. Right. Mm -hmm. So she, that's back. And I know kids don't know what, like 45s and 33 albums and stuff like this. She'd get or eight track tapes for heaven's sakes. I'll bet you if you brought out an eight track tape today, people would look at that, the young generation, and look at that and go, What's that? They and, have done that. <laughs> you know, like, that's really got music on it. Oh, for heaven's sakes, you're killing me, kid. But she would go in there and put on her favorite album, right? Turn it down to where she wanted it and she was comfortable and sleep in my bed, okay, and go sound to sleep with that. But she, if there was a way to make that record player back then, or turntable, however you want to call it, mm -hmm. would continuously just keep repeating the same side. You know, and, and I have nothing against, like, Hank Williams and stuff like this, but you listen for that for 10 hours. Yeah. You know, I had to go outside, and i go over to my aunt's house and go visit my cousin, anything. Okay, there's only so much Hank Williams back then, or if she was in the mood for George Jones. And I know a lot of young people don't even really realize who these people are, but they were really big country artists because she was a country nut. Right. Um, heaven to bid if she got into her Elvis mood, you know, because uh, she she had the album, the blue album from Elvis. And she, there was times that, oh, yeah, you know, I like Elvis. Don't get me wrong, but there was only so much of, you know, suspicious minds that you could put up with. <laughs> it's just like, okay, never mind. Well, and I got to tell you, your mom liked the same kind of music my mom did. And it drove me crazy. To this day, I cannot listen to country music. I Oh, we're going to get emails on this, I'm telling well, you. I'm sorry, guys. Um, it, it's not a personal thing. It's just... I was raised in that to the point that I had no choice what I listened to. Um, so it kind of stuck. Uh, now, our daughters love country music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's modern country music, but they do love it. Um, and I don't have anything bad to say about that. It's just me and my personal space. No, I, I'd rather have silence than country music. Okay, well that that, was, that explains why you were listening to rock and roll a lot when right. when we got together. It was a just tons. Of, that's all we listened to was rock back then. Right. It might be a soft ballad or it might be just you know a hard rock song or whatever. But yeah, that was it. You know, and now I understand why. You, yeah, I I had some country albums, you know, but I was never allowed to play them on the stereo that we used to have, and now I know why. Okay, because you just flat didn't like it. 
Sorry. No, but the kids used to listen to it, and they liked it. Every day. Like they when did. you would go off to work or whatever, you right. know? And I'd tell them to pick whatever music you want to listen to, and they go over, and, and every now and then they would, one of them would pull out a country album, and they'd all get excited, you know, right. for a seven, eight, nine-year-old, and throw it on the old turntable, and they played it, and away they went. And mm-hmm. they went around. You ever hear four kids that's so far out of tune, it's just like into tomorrow kind of land? But they were singing, and they were having a good time. So me and the dog, we'd go outside, you know, and yeah. And to be honest with you, you know, they kind of needed that diversity. They they really did. Because when I was at home and you were home, we did listen to more country, or I'm sorry, uh, rock and roll than we did anything else. Right. And, and I honestly did not have a problem with that um, because they got to see a different side, you know. And I think that's why to this day, you know, sometimes they'll listen to country. Okay. If that makes you happy, that's cool. Yeah, they they're grown women now. I don't care. I don't right. live with them anymore. You know, right? <laughs> so they're out on their own. They're doing their own thing. So right. So okay. Well, that's just like I said. I, I just people for some reason thought that you were made up in my mind. You know, and I <clears throat> I know I'm I'm a little touched, and I'm I'm really really out there sometimes. Uh, but guys, but he is really a nice guy. No, yes, I I wouldn't go that far, you know. I'm because <laughs> I, I can. can. I'm uh, married to you. Yeah, I, I can be a butt though, you know, and I can I give people a hard time, and I enjoy doing stuff like that, especially when they give it back. You know, that's when you're starting to click, and you and you start giving each other a hard time, and you're starting to laugh and joke, and it yeah puts a little bit of a smile on your face and in your heart. So that's well, and that was the interesting thing is um, I had never met anybody like you. Oh, okay. girl, really they, broke the, they broke the, the mold. Thank okay. goodness, but okay. Um, I, I guess my point is, when I met your family, who are just like you, and extremely, yeah. extremely nice people. Oh, my goodness. And, and most of them went out of their way to be kind mm-hmm. and uh, make me feel accepted. Mm-hmm. And I've always been grateful for that. Um, so... When when one of your uncles, you know, starts picking on me, I had to stand there and go, okay, how do I handle this? I had no idea. We one of the first things that uncle, because Uncle Moran, right, was the very first one that you met, right? He was trying to pick on you. He was, and, and you you just you were kind of stunned. You know, you didn't know how to react. Yeah. Well, Marion walks over to me. I kid you not, and he puts his arm around me, right, and he goes, "Where is she from?" <laughs> Kid you not. Gospel I'm so truth. sorry. And I and I looked at him and I said, She's was born and raised in Bakersfield, California, and but she lived in the LA basin south of LA. And uh he goes, That explains it. He says, We've got to get her to loosen up or the <laughs> other side of the family are gonna chew her up. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna just demolish her and so yeah and, and this man took this project on oh, wholeheartedly yeah. <laughs> which when you pulled me aside and said okay just give it back to him mm-hmm. he's trying to get to know you and, and and kind of pick on you and all of a sudden it was like the light came on and go oh i know how to do this yeah and you've you been know? a pro at it ever since okay well it, it took me a little bit but I did love him for that because he was afraid that the the rest of the family would eat me alive. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was very grateful that he did that. And he'd pick on me and I'd pick on him. And then Aunt Velma would look at me going, Okay, I think she's okay. <laughs> yeah, she's starting to fit in. Yeah, she's starting <laughs> yeah. to be something. And then when you met Junior, my other uncle, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, he fell in love with you and the girls, you know, and he told me, he says, if you screw this deal up, I'll break your neck, you know, starting <laughs> at your ankles, but I'm going to work myself up to your neck, okay? Don't do this. Yeah. So, okay, not a problem. So, okay, well, I'm glad that everybody got to, to, to hear your, I, I think I would like to have you on. On, on a regular basis and, and throw this thing back and forth and, and just, can you guys handle that yeah just send us an email if you if you like what you're hearing and, and all that stuff uh, give us an email that's at jd.podcast1 at yahoo.com so if you like having mom on the show you know she kind of keeps me under control because um, when, when, I, when I really get angry and this is the gospel truth I'll look at her and go can I and she goes no <laughs> let me go hit him please no, you're 65. Leave him alone. Well, that, come on. It, uh, only once. That's all I need. But she keeps me under control, keeps everything going. So, yeah. If you guys want to hear more from Mom, send us an email at jd.podcast1 at yahoo.com. Um, and I guess that's the end of this episode. Uh, I hope everybody had a really, really awesome week. So, we'll be talking to everybody later. And you've been listening to On the Bright Side on the lighter side of life. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. You're going to redo that?